422 uh, News Talk 760 WJR. Mobility Makers is brought to you by Bridgestone. No matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels and Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone Solutions for Your Journey. Uh, quite the get-together uh, at the White House yesterday with uh, the Commerce Secretary and other business uh, leaders within the administration uh, coming together with the leaders of the automotive industry, the big three represented and many of the major supp- suppliers. Let's get to Keith Naughton, who uh, has been reporting on this uh, for uh, the Bloomberg Business Report. Keith, good afternoon. Hi, Guy. How are you? Excellent, sir. So when you look at this, what came of yesterday's meeting? I understand that Intel did make some kind of a pledge. Uh, what was the most tangible uh, conclusion or solution to come out of this? Well, you know, not a lot, to be honest, Guy. I mean, I, I guess it proves that it, this has the president's attention, which is important. But what the auto industry would really like is some guarantee that they're going to get, you know, a special supply of chips to, to get them back to full production, and and they're not getting that yet out of the White House. There's sort of a tug-of-war going on between the auto industry and the consumer electronics industry, and it's not clear yet that uh, that auto is going to get any sort of special treatment, as they argue they deserve. But didn't I thought President Biden kind of acknowledged that he realized that they should be first in line, or was that not the case? Was well, that open to interpretation? Of- yeah, it is definitely open to interpretation. They were sort of noncommittal. Uh, you know, uh, Biden certainly recognizes that this is, you know, something uh, of national security importance and that, you know, we need to get control, better control of, of chip supply. You know, back in 1990, the United States made 37% of the world's semiconductors, and today it makes 12%. So it's going in the wrong direction. And, and, you know, most of the chips are coming out of Asia, Taiwan in particular, and um, they would like China not to have a say over something as important as these chips that go into everything we use anymore. We do know that there is a cost factor here, and and how much of this is self-inflicted on the part of the automakers is that they went with foreign sources because they were looking to get to those the unit costs that were as low as they could get, and inventories, even their just-in-time inventory, they were willing to, to have that a wee bit threatened in order to go for a, a smaller piece price. Are they willing to, to moderate their, their purchasing goals for this? Yeah, well, I think they're going to have to. And, you know, there's been this kind of mission creep guy. As cars have turned into these kind of rolling iPhones, the demand for chips in cars have, has increased exponentially, and it's only going to keep increasing the more we have, you know, uh, uh, things like collision avoidance and all these sort of uh, driver assist features and semi-autonomous features that require a lot of computing power. So, uh, you know, having those components made in the United States would give the Detroit automakers in particular, more surety that they wouldn't have production interruptions like they're enduring right now. Right. In in the long run, though, if we were to invest in a, a more robust domestic manufacturing of, of semiconductors, do we know what the premium that we might pay for that is and how do we mitigate that? Or has that just become the new cost of doing business to have a more secure supply? Well, I think one of the factors is, you know, we're moving to electric vehicles, which will require more chips, 
but they have fewer components. So you hope that there would be some balance on cost there if you're not building, you know, transmissions and engines and uh, which have, you know, hundreds and thousands of components and you're building a simpler drivetrain. Well, then you can afford to have slightly more expensive chips. You know, are there are there other vulnerabilities out there that we ought to be paying attention to in addition to the semiconductors, Keith, uh, whether it's lithium for the batteries of the future or, or some of the, the more strategic metals, perhaps uh, aluminum, uh, given the, the, the problems with tariffs and things like that? Oh, absolutely. This is this is a precursor guy to battery supply problems. If we're having this with chips, we're going to have this with batteries, which also predominantly come out of Asia and are controlled by Asian companies. So that's the future, you know, engine of uh, the auto industry, uh, batteries. And and that needs to come home to America so that we don't get in a situation like we used to have with foreign oil. Yeah, well, at least we know that the first step is to admit that you have a problem, right, Keith? And, and they, <laughs> exactly. And they well, did that yeah. at the White House yesterday. I just hope that they they agree on what the problem is uh, as we right. walk down this, this road. Keith Naughton, we appreciate your work at Bloomberg so much. Take care, my friend. Thanks, Guy. And that's Mobility Makers for this Tuesday. Uh, when we come back... A major letter from Detroit's leading CEOs, a bit of a warning to Republicans in Lansing. Be careful what kind of vote laws you pass. We'll get into that next on The Guy Gordon Show. But first, Rich Lezinski, WJR Traffic.